Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. It's time for the Rangers Player Show, brought to you by Ricos, the Rangers Rewards Fan Card. Score big with the card that delivers swag and experiences that Ranger fans really want. Apply today at rangersrewards.com. And uh, our special guest today for appearing on this week's Rangers Player Show will receive a $100 gift card to Pluckers, a proud Rangers sponsor. Visit one of the seven DFW locations today or check them out at Pluckers.com. And our special guest is Rangers reliever Pete Fairbanks. How you doing today, Pete? I am doing all right. How about you guys? Hey, doing great. Uh, we really appreciate you jumping on with us. Your story is a fascinating one. And uh, you've gone from single A to double A to triple A and, and now find yourself in the bigs hitting over 100 miles an hour on the radar gun. So this is after two Tommy John surgeries. So let me just start there and say how I mean, I, your velocity was in the 89, 91 range, my understanding. And now you're you're up around 100. How did this come to be, sir? Well, um, so obviously I went through my second my second Tommy John rehab with the Rangers and you know, I really focused on retooling my arm action. I worked with our pitching, our rehab pitching coordinator, Keith Comstock, who everybody knows is Tommy. And so he and uh, Sean Fields, they were both, I came to him with the changes I wanted to make. And, you know, they were on board with it. And it started, it's gotten me into better positions than them. And then, you know, the strength aspect of things I was able to focus on for that year, I think have really helped me out and boosted the velocity. Times have changed quite a bit. It used to be 10 years ago, someone said Tommy John and everyone freaked out. But, I would love you if, you, if you can go back there, what were your emotions like going into a second Tommy John surgery? Like, what, what were you thinking about your situation and where you were headed with your career at that point? Well, I, you know, I think I kind of had a, a unique perspective on it. I was actually talking to my wife and then Brett Martin, one of my buddies, about it. Um, and so I kind of looked at it. Once I knew that I had to have it, it was more of a, I gave myself an actual goal, which was to change my arm action to get myself into these better spots and kind of be able to retool everything. Because I think that, you know, what I I was doing before really was not working for me. The velocity wasn't as good as it is now. The stuff wasn't as good. The command wasn't as good. The health wasn't as good. And so, you know, I think to be able to put it into a perspective where I was giving myself this this goal that I could, could, you know, work towards every day in the throwing program, I think kind of – set my sight straight and gets me, you know, pretty upbeat for that rehab. You know, how difficult is it to live in at least four different places over, over the course of one year? Because I imagine you get yourself into commitments with leases and apartments, cars, whatever. How difficult has that been? Or how, I know it's rewarding and it's worth it, but how challenging has that aspect been? Well, uh, so far I've only had to pay, pay rent in uh, North Carolina and Kinston in our high A team. I managed to skip out on having to pay in Frisco and in Nashville, so that was uh, fortunate. But right now I'm in you know, Boston with the team. All my clothes are in Nashville, hmm. and I'm paying rent in North Carolina, and my truck <laughs> is in Frisco. So it's, it's kind of scattered, but uh, <laughs> and right now I'd say it's all worth it. Man, they should call you Ramblin', man. Uh, Pete Fairbanks joining us around the Ben and Skin Show, 105.3. The fan. So, uh, you know, in doing a little research on you, and I think part of it is because you have uh, family that have worked in schools and such, but you are a, uh, at least deemed to be a voracious reader. And so I'm curious if you've kept that up, if that's what, uh, you know, your main time away from baseball is, and what type of stuff do you enjoy reading? Yeah, uh, let's see. Right now I'm reading uh, a book called The Golden Compass. It's part of a trilogy that 
is actually going to be a show on HBO here either this year or next year. So I started that just to kind of prep myself because I, I do love a good HBO show. Hmm. Just finished Game of Thrones. Um, that's a whole other subject, the can of beans that will really get me fired up that I, uh, I don't want to branch into right now, take up all your time. We don't mind. No, so yeah, that Thrones, I mean, anything, anything of that um, like kind of high fantasy epic type genre, I'm a big fan of, a big Star Wars fan. So yeah, usually just trying to, trying to keep myself busy until I get to go to the field and uh, work on my craft for the day. Man, that's awesome. We do want to go down that road with you. Let's talk about Game of Thrones. In, in your opinion, uh, it sounds like you feel like uh, maybe it fell short, as most people do in, in, with the season finale and in the final season overall. So uh, if it was up to you, who would have won the throne? Well, I, I would have been happy with a, a Jon Snow on the throne. But, you know, I felt with all the stuff surrounding Martin and what he was trying to do, I, you know, I kind of felt that that was never going to happen. Uh, the fact that it was brand is still a little tough to swallow, but you know, for the most part, the, the I thought the ideas of the season were good. The execution just kind of sucked. So, Pete, as someone who's never seen the show personally, is it a bad take that I don't understand why the dragon didn't just take the throne? <laughs> no, that, that's not a bad take. Um, it, I mean, I don't want to spoil anything for you, so I won't. Uh, I won't get into it, but it was, it was tough. I'm wanting, I'm wanting to do my own spinoff series with just the dragon, so I don't, think don't worry would, about that spoiling. Would, that would do well, I think. Thank you. Why, why do you on adventures. Yes, and let's go ahead and say there will be a spoiler alert here. The dragon, when, when, uh, when Jon Snow killed Danny, the dragon breathed the river of fire in anger and destroyed the throne instead of destroying Jon Snow. Was the dragon smart enough to know that, okay, this damn throne is the reason for all this uh, sadness and, and loss? So, or was it just trying to avoid hitting Jon Snow? Uh, I'd like to think that the dragon was smart enough to know what it was doing when it, when it uh, melted the Iron Throne. Um, also, I would have liked to have seen at least somebody try and burn Jon Snow. I know Viserion tried. Obviously, the, the Night King got Phantom Menace out of uh, existence there. But it seems like he would have been invulnerable either way, being a Targaryen. Not that that really matters at the uh, at the end. I've always said the two greatest questions are: Do dragons know what they're doing when they burn the throne, and do horses know when they've won the Derby? Those are like the two yeah. main questions, really. Things about life. Uh, talking to Pete Fairbanks here on the Ben and Skin Show, one hundred five three, the fan. So John Daniels told us yesterday that uh, Elvis approached him and said, "Man, we probably need to keep this guy around a little bit." What is a uh, what has it been like so far trying to uh, integrate with your teammates on the uh, big league level? Uh, it's a little different than uh, the minor leagues. Obviously, we've got guys who have been around the game a long time have been very successful. So just trying to, trying to hang out, kind of you know, feel, feel your way around, find a, find a niche for yourself, and kind of still be able to be yourself, but you know, respect everybody else that's around you. You know, i got to ask you this. So, you know, obviously, you're lighting up radar guns, like I said, but there are times where – uh, significant, uh, there's a significant droppage of, of speed, and I'm curious, some, for some relievers, or some pitchers rather, that's throwing a different pitch entirely. But other pitchers just throw the same pitch at different velocities. So I'm curious with regard to you, what are all the different things you throw, and do you just mix up velocities of the same pitch? Right now I'm just uh, forcing fastball and slider. Um, if it's around, you know, 87 to 90, it's a slider, and if it's harder than that, it's probably a fastball 
Got it. Got it. Interesting. Well, man, it's a lot of fun watching you pitch, and uh, it's fun talking Game of Thrones with you, and we want to wish you much continued success, and hopefully we'll have you back on the show down the road. Hey, sounds good. Thanks for having me on. All right. Take uh, take care. There Cheap he goes. Pete, Pete Fairbanks Pete. Uh, joining us. Man, that's another interesting storyline for the Texas Rangers, uh, the development of another talented young player that development, just development everyone development development and rapid development rapid ascent you could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new hyundai santa fe visit hyundaiusa.com for more details hyundai there's joy in every journey